Okay, if you keep making that motion, I'm probably going to come across the table and like do something. You said we had to be quiet for 12 seconds, and you, there was like a good four seconds before you started counting down the seconds, and then each second you were counting down was like like another two or three seconds. So. I'm just I'm going off what this thing is telling me. I'm just telling you what I'm observed. Observe, observe your way into telling people who they found. Chaise Lounge. The Chaise Lounge. This is for cricket. Now. Yeah, for now. This well, is cricket. And Vaughn. And JP. Me. Yeah, I'm here. Um, we. I know we've been talking about possibly changing our name, and I think we got a good one. I think we did get a good one. I forgot what it was. <laughs> it was outside the outside box. Outside the box with cricket and Vaughn. Yeah. I I really really like that one. I just like it because he was like that way. I get my name in it too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this has been like the worst fourteen days in the history of days for the Shea household. It's well, been awful. We're just on top of everything else too. I mean, when the hell is it ever gonna freaking stop raining? Yeah, that was one of the things I wanted to talk about is the fact that it's been raining for six months straight and will not stop. Like, it, all the rivers are way past their banks. I mean, I, mean, I, I know, I, I'd be willing to bet anything that up for at least the last month or two, we have not had more than t- two days in a row without rain. I, I, I would agree with because that. Because since Snowpocalypse, we have been able to get out in the yard and mow once one, one time and it was still wet when you mowed it and it yeah. took you three days to mow it because you had to mow as much as you could with the riding mower and then you had to go back and you, get the rest of it with the push mower that it was too wet to get with anything else and then you had to go back the next day with the weed eater and get what you weren't able to get with, with the with other two yeah. so it took you three days to mow yeah it was nuts why don't just start with the weed eater then well, because we didn't know what parts you couldn't get the other mower through. So you have to you start want to with do with the one that you can get the most of it done first. Right. You work your way down in size. Get three weed eaters. Get three weed eaters. <laughs> Attach one to your to your chest and hold Our, put some on your arm. We've got a ghost in this house or something. We keep having lights dimming and brightening and dimming and brightening. That's not a that's like not even a dimmer light. Why does it oh, keep I dimming? I don't know. And then the one in the kitchen keeps going out. Every time you touch it, it comes back on, and then like two seconds later, it comes, goes back out again. Yeah. <sighs> but the last 14 days, so it started out with losing a pet. Yeah. And then seven, and then um, uh, three or four days later, we almost lost a second one. And then that next Sunday, we lost our cat mm-hmm. because she had to be put down because she was just so sick. She just she was in multi system organ failure. It was awful. And that lasted for a week. Yeah, I know. Uh, That lasted for a week before we finally just had to just put her down. And then found out that this job promotion that I have been expecting to get, that I was literally the only candidate qualified to get, they're not giving me. Why? Um, Well, I believe that what he told me was, uh, and I'm paraphrasing just a little bit here, um, you're not good enough to run this store is basically what I was told. So I've been furious for that's like the last two days. That's basically like asking for the manager's manager. 
Yeah, just uh, absolutely. Your give furious. a fuck meter is on zero right oh now. Oh my! You like if he <laughs> if he wanted me to give less than a fuck about this job, he couldn't have done a better a better job of, of getting me to that point. But we all know that isn't the real reason. No. Okay. So the real reason is there were two people that were going out for this position. It was me and another guy. The other guy is under an, a current and ongoing ethics investigation. What does that mean? Uh, that means he was doing some things he wasn't supposed to be doing, and he's being investigated for it. Okay. Wow. The reason, and, and they intended originally to give him this position, even amongst all that, but then I applied, and it kind of threw a monkey wrench in their stuff. Right. Okay, so what happened was they did not give the job to him, but they also did not give the job to me the reason being, they said the numbers at the store that I'm at were not good enough to qualify me to get into that position. However, the real reason was if they did not give me the job and they gave it to him, they were going to be in the middle of a very serious EEOC violation because of ageism, sexism, and a couple of other isms. Yeah. Because he is... 22 years old, directly out of college, has, doesn't have any management experience, and always finishes lower on the manager matrix than I do. Um, so he's not qualified for the position and is under a current and ongoing ethics investigation. They were trying to give him this job to ship him off, to get him out of the branch he's in. Well, that too, and when they, I remember you telling me that when they originally posted the position for the branch manager... You have to be an assistant for a certain amount of time. 90 days. He wasn't technically even eligible to apply for it because he had not been an assistant for 90 days. 85 days. Because they actually, and then once they really like screwed that up, that's when your boss's boss that's doing all this stuff actually asked you, what is your opinion on letting him stay in the running for it? And I told him exactly what I thought. I said, I've been in HR before. He's not qualified for it. And he doesn't qualify because he hasn't been in the position long enough. He's like, oh, that's on me. That's my fault. I opened the position too soon. I said, I'm sorry. That's, sorry, not, that's, 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 that's not my problem. Yep. I mean, I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him that in those words. But that's, that's what I implied was just, <laughs> that sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. Yep. I, I'm qualified for the job because all of my personal numbers are way up there. Um, I have... Got the best customer service in the region. Um, yeah, my store is not doing great. And you know why my store is not doing great? Because it was nerfed due to COVID. Yeah. It's The reason it's not doing worse is because of the work I have put into it. But he took a, specific, a particularly bad month, which was February, read me off all the numbers on how poorly the store was doing and was saying that that month was the reason that he wasn't promoting me. Completely ignoring the month of May when we blew everything out of the water. So in March and March and, and all the other months, yeah. So we either maintained our previous numbers or we grew a little bit, except for in February, and those were the numbers that he was using. So this whole thing was he was trying to he he didn't want me to have the job is what it boils yeah, down to. Yeah, he doesn't want he did not want me to have the job. So therefore, he gave it to no one. So that he didn't get in trouble with the EEOC. Or give it to the other guy. With HR, with anybody else. So he else. was digging up stuff to try to justify not giving it to anybody. Yes. And in not giving me the job, told me 
almost in as many words, that he would prefer to have two people with less than six months combined experience running the store instead of me, which makes total sense. He's like, I don't want to send you to that store because I don't want to risk ruining their numbers. But clearly, these two people with less than six months' experience are not going to ruin the numbers. So how could I possibly ruin them? The thing is, just be—it's like using for a small dr- for a small bolt, you use a you use a small drill. For a big bolt, you use a big drill, not two small drills. Yeah, that's not how it works. But here, here's the good thing. I was thing. wondering where you were going with that, but yeah. I like that. <laughs> here's the good thing. Um, out of the blue, and I don't know where this came from, but out of the blue, I get a Facebook message from one of Vaughn's, I guess, childhood friends? Well, we How long to, have you known him? We went to high school together. Okay, so one, one of his high school friends, he works as an administrator in a hospital in Dallas. In Dallas. He's like, hey, so you're, you're looking for a job, right? And I went, maybe. Oh, well, <laughs> what are you offering? You know, and so he he just flat out offered me a job working at home for more money, or roughly the at least at least roughly the same amount of money, if not a little bit more. And, and even I, if it's the same, it's still more because you're not using gas, wearing tear on your car, wearing tear on the car. Exactly, I'm not using the time to get to work. So really, I could use the same amount of time working that I spend driving and working and make way more money than what I'm making now. So in the long term, you're going to be making more money because you don't have to do expenses up like the, on your vehicles mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And also, you're going to be able to get doing that job faster because you don't have to actually like drive anywhere or anything. You yeah. can just work for home. Yes. So in com- it, with the entirety of it, it would be giving you more money. Yes. That. Yes. Exactly. So, what I have to do is I have 30 days to make sure that I can pass all the things that need me to pass. And then I'm applying for that job. And when I get it, I am going to spend the next 30 days trying to decide whether or not I'm going to give my current job two weeks notice or if I'm just going to wait till the Friday before I start my new job and tell them, peace out. You should do that because then they're not going to be expecting it and they could probably just crumble to the ground. Well, I just think you you should do it on a day that other people aren't there. Mm -hmm. And then you call up this guy and say, hey, I'm turning in my notice. And then when they say, for what, two weeks? Say, Mm -hmm. no. 20 minutes. About 10 minutes and I'll be leaving. Mm -hmm. What... I have worked so hard at this job. I I always get there early. I always stay late. I go in on weekends. How many Sundays did I go in to Mm -hmm. go wash cars? You know, I mean, I I have sunk a lot of emotional labor into this job because I really wanted to succeed and I really wanted to do well and I wanted to promote and I wanted to do all these things. And in one conversation, this guy took all of that away from me. I showed up to work today 15 minutes late and I was like, eh, who, who cares? Oh, well. Oh, well. If I got people waiting on me when I get there, pff, whatever. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Not like I'm going to get promoted but if, if he If he was trying to take away my motivation, he couldn't have done a better job. So managers, let this be a lesson to you. 
come up with a better way to tell people they're not getting a promotion than to say these other people can do it better than you, even though they've been there for less than six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's been the last two weeks here. Oh, and, and just so you know, I, I didn't tell you this this week. I didn't go to therapy on Thursday because that's when I got the news. And I was just like, nope. Nope, I don't want to go anywhere. I'm going to sit on the couch. And I'm just going to, like, just stew for a while. But do you know what? Not a single customer on Friday knew I was having a bad day. Not a single one of them. Nope. Because I can play that shit off if I need to. But... What are we going to talk about today? I have gotten my rant out of the out of the way. <laughs> that was twelve minutes of a rant. <laughs> I don't know. It just. I'm. It's let me, good we got a nice clean house today. We and do. It does and I got a power wash. Make it's it a lot wash. easier to relax in the house. It makes it clean. easier to breath. Vaughn Vaughn cleaned while I was at work. And it looks amazing. I, I walked into the house and it smelled so good. And then JP got out there um, this afternoon while we were, while uh, while I was gone at work, and uh, he power washed the uh, the carport. It looks awesome. Yeah, most of the grime that's still on there is just stained on there. I'm gonna get the uh, full order out of the back of the truck this afternoon, tonight, or tomorrow. If you want to power wash it and clean it off good so I can have a nice, pretty four-wheeler that doesn't work. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Our four-wheeler doesn't work, and the warranty went out three weeks ago. So. And we yeah. don't drive it very often. Last time we drove it was during Snowpocalypse in February. Mm-hmm. So it needs a new pump and uh, a new fuel pump. And all the fuel pumps I can find online are like many hundreds of dollars that we don't have. So we have a four-wheeler that is that we're paying on we got a brand new paperweight outside with brand new paperweight yep and you know what those those people at i'm just can i ross put them motorsports. on ross motorsports is their bunches their pieces of shit because if something breaks after six months i don't give a damn if it's got a warranty on it or not if it's got less than 10 hours on it you need to make that shit right Ross Motorsports sucks. I already been blasting them on Facebook. Good, keep doing what it. Happened? And I'm confused. The the fuel pump that pumps the fuel from the fuel tank to the engine mm-hmm. isn't working, and that's why the four wheeler won't start. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing they wouldn't fix it. Nope. No, nope, they wouldn't fix it. They want to charge me at least two hundred dollars just to figure out what was wrong with it. Wow. But that wouldn't include parts and labor of actually mm-hmm. fixing it. Mm-hmm. But I had a mechanic at work tested everything. All the wiring is good. Uh, it's getting fire to it. Mm-hmm. It just needs a new pump. That's kind it's of just stupid. Not working. So to well, it's charge. bad. It's bad customer service to not take care of your customers. Well, I just no, feel like an it's idiot because because wait, they're charging two hundred bucks. Just to look and figure out what's wrong with something. Oh, look, I have a paper plate. Oh, look, uh, your bowl has a hole in it. That's why your soup's not uh, staying in it. Give me 300 bucks because I figured <laughs> out your problem. Unnecessary amount of money just for looking well, at something. I, I don't have basically. a problem paying experts to be experts. Like that. Like, that is not my problem. My problem is we bought this thing brand new. 
It's got less than 10 hours on it. And we took it up there hoping that they would take care of us. I mean, it was going to be $110 plus tax just to hook up the diagnostic thing to it. Yeah. A little plug thing that you plug in and within seconds it tells you what's wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, you want me to pay you 110 bucks for that? He's like, oh, that's what it's going to be. I was like, man, fuck you. Mm-hmm. That's, I think it would that's be cheaper unbelievably to just buy your bad own. customer service. Unbelievably. So what bad. I'm going to do though is I'm going to go buy it back by there one day this next week, and I'm going to tell them that I found out what was wrong with it, and I'm going to ask them if they can get me a fuel pump for it, and how much the fuel pump will be, and a printout on it. That way I know exactly which fuel pump I'm going to get, and. I've got people that can help put that on for me. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the mechanic works that it'd be really easy to change out. Mm-hmm. Just a matter of getting it. It doesn't take very long at all. A few minutes. So I said, he said that's all it would take him to do it. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, excuse me. As soon as I get it, I'll get him to put it on. Well, good deal. Imagine they charge you 300 bucks because you didn't allow them to figure it out for you. I just got to make sure I get the right one. So, what are you typing over there? I'm, I'm putting Ross Motorsports on blast on both of my profiles uh, because this is ridiculous and they need to have better customer service. Like, even this. somebody was, like, telling me, said, well, I'm sure the place where you bought your four-wheel will have one. I'm like, screw that place, dude. I'm not spending another freaking penny there. Because they couldn't even, like, have it put correctly. Like, the panel thing, it wasn't put on there correctly. So now it just kind of hangs there. Well, no, I, they actually did fix that. Oh, that's the, good. The mm -hmm. bracket that holds that panel on was put on upside down. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's kind of dumb. So this is just this has just been stupid all around. Yeah. Absolutely stupid all around. But anyway, okay, so let's see. I've been offered a job working from home. Now, the job working from home, nights and weekends... But that's okay, because you work nights and weekends. We won't actually get to see each other. <laughs> and working from home is like a whole a whole big thing. Like, we'll have to get like a little desk and everything to put in there. Yeah, we'll get you a desk. And, it, and I'll have to have, there'll have to be rules. Like, when, when, when mom is working, nobody comes near that room. And nobody bothers I'm fine me. I'm that. Yeah. Like, I, I when have I'm no working, I'm working. That into that room in the first place. Yes. You gotta you gotta have a dedicated workspace when you're trying to work from home or you don't get anything done. Yeah. And it but can't be near a TV. Can't be near a TV. Um also, okay, oh this is cool. It's Pride Month, so happy Pride. Yeah. I'm wearing my I'm wearing my gay T shirt today. And since you're talking about Pride, I'm about ninety nine percent sure you've got it on your list. But you've got to tell the story about the local bakery. Yes. I'm going to tell bakery. the story. About, now, I'm going to tell the bakery's name because I want people to know who they are. And if you do your research, you can figure out what town we live in. Yeah. But that's okay. If you want to go that far and figure out where we live, who cares? Whatever. Uh, but the bakery in our local town was called Confection, is called Confections. They are a locally owned small business... And they make uh, all kinds of baked goods, you know, cookies and breads and just all kinds of really cool cupcakes and really cool stuff. And uh, w which we need to go by there, by the way. Yeah, we're definitely going to go by there. But 
on the first day of Pride Month, so you which had, was June you had, the you, 1st, had, you had JP ready to go as soon as you said cupcakes. Yeah, he's like, let's go. Cupcakes? <laughs> <laughs> but on the, first, on the first day of Pride Month, they posted a picture on their Facebook page of some rainbow cookies that they had baked and created. And they were so pretty, you know, just, and, and they were saying, you know, happy pride to everyone and we're all inclusive here and we just, we want to take care of everybody and, and love is love. And they lost 2,500 Facebook followers. Wow. Um, they had people posting hate on their Facebook page. Wow. They had somebody um, cancel a five dozen cookie order which is huge for them. Five dozen cookies is a huge order for them because this is a very small bakery. And, but just like the day before the, the, the cookies were already baked, the day before they were supposed to come pick them up, they just said, nope, we don't want the order. We're, we don't support LGBTQ. That's how you know so, we live in a horrible world. Yeah, so we're not going not to take these cookies. Not necessarily a horrible world. We live in a horrible... Part of the world. Part. Yeah, East Texas sucks. But anyway. Most... <laughs> the world probably doesn't support LGBTQ because, oh, you were born this way, you need to say that way, or else you're dumb. But, but anyway, so they canceled this order and they just, they, just horrible things happened. So, Confections got on their Facebook page and they said, hey, you know, we just want to let you know that we did the pride thing yesterday and unfortunately, um, you know, they these people canceled their order and we've we've got a bunch of extra cookies so if you want cookies we're bundling them all together and we're selling them for three dollars a piece so if you want some cookies just you know if you could just help us out please help us out well that went out on facebook and y'all there was a line wrapped around the block to get into this bakery the next day because wow. everybody in our town showed up Oh, so awesome. Well, not everybody. Well, not everybody in the, the town, but, you that, know, like the important ones. Yeah. Like the ones who really care. And there's people from literally all over the country who know about this bakery now because it showed up on TikTok and it showed up on news and it showed up like all kinds of places because of this one hateful action by this one hateful person. This bakery sold out of everything that they offer by 3 o'clock and had to shut down. Yeah. It's like, we're going to hurt your business by canceling our order at the last minute. Ha, ha, ha. And didn't realize that, that their little ha, ha, ha moment is now going, shit. We just, they're going to need a bigger freaking building just because yeah. of the crap that I pulled. Exactly. You know? I mean, but it's it like got them so many more Facebook followers. They have people showing up. I, like I said, the line around the block. It's like it was punching awesome. someone's broken sh or like somebody has a dislocated shoulder and punching it and putting it back into place. Like, you hurt them, but also you fixed them at the same time. Yeah, you fixed them at the same time. So just, like, punching them was dislocated arm and fixing it. I mean, you know, and to be honest, though, like, if somebody says, well, we don't support that, that's fine. That's your choice. If you don't want to support that kind of stuff, you don't have to. But you don't have to try to be a dick about it when someone else does. That's right. And so many people, and, and this is something that was said to me, I, I was in, I, on, on one of the Facebook pages I'm in for our county, um, somebody made the comment to me, well, I wouldn't have a problem with it if the gays just didn't force their, uh, just didn't force their agenda down my throat. And you know what that's code for? 
I don't like seeing gays out of their own context. I don't like seeing gay people or LGBTQ people outside of the context that I have created for them over here separate from everybody else. Because if they show up in my context, that's forcing it down their throat. They don't want to see them on movies or TV shows or out in public unless they're warned first that there might be somebody who's gay. Yeah. That they're going to have to see. Well, I don't get warned when I walk past an Abercrombie & Fitch store in the mall about these people open mouth kissing on their signs. That's heterosexuality being forced down my throat. And that's gross. I mean, you see them... You can see them open mouth kissing and tongues. That's yeah. just gross. But 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 that's fine. I don't fine. want to see anybody doing it. Like that's fine because they're straight. But yeah. two gay guys holding hands. Oh oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. That's just gross. It's so icky. Oh. <laughs> Somebody made a life de- life decision. You should go to hell for that. <laughs> oh, and I had a big long conversation with somebody on on that same on that on that that topic about going to hell for life decisions. Uh, we were talking about sin, and they were insisting that uh, being being gay is a sin and all this other stuff. And I was like, No, really. Number one, homosexuality. First off, wasn't mentioned in the Bible until after 1946 because that's when the word was first put in there. Number two is only mentioned four times in the Bible, and that's only if you squint real hard and use a couple of different words that don't actually mean gay. Um, And then number three isn't a sin because in Romans 14, there's a whole big chapter about how sin for one person isn't sin for another person and nothing is unclean in God's eyes. So it's okay if you have a relationship with God. Whatever you're doing that you and God are cool with, you're cool with. Just because your your brother over here doesn't like what you're doing, he doesn't get to judge you. And you don't get to judge him because his relationship with God is his relationship, not your relationship. Yep. That's okay. Sin is relative. What is a sin for you is not a sin for the other guy. And you need to butt out of it. That's what that whole chapter says. Something that I think is really funny is tons of people that are racist and whatnot are saying, uh, are like quoting like Bible stuff and saying that God didn't like that and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, Jesus wasn't white. That's right. He wasn't white. But He was a radical socialist Jewish man who hated tax collectors and Pharisees and hung out with sex workers and other people that people didn't like. He was pretty awesome. It's just really funny that tons of racists are just like saying that Jesus and God didn't like you people and whatnot, <laughs> but even though Jesus wasn't white, he was a Jew, which mm-hmm. means he basically wasn't white. Well, being a Jew doesn't mean you're not white. He was Semitic. That's that's the, uh, I guess, that's the race, right? He was, or the ethnicity. He was of darker color. <laughs> He's Middle Eastern. <laughs> Jesus is Middle Eastern. But, you know, somebody said today, you know, you wouldn't recognize Jesus if you saw him. 
And you're absolutely right. I wouldn't recognize your Jesus if I saw him because your Jesus is white Republican. I don't recognize that Jesus. The Jesus that I recognize is the Jesus from the Bible. He's a completely different person than the one you worship. Whenever you said that we wouldn't recognize him, that instantly popped into my mind that in the Bible, it from what I can remember, it doesn't describe how Jesus looks. Mm-hmm. So people are making this like assumption that he has a long beard and long hair or something or something or like a long beard short hair and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but what if he has neither one of those we could never know because it never like the bible doesn't describe what jesus looks like well it says that he wasn't anything to look at the Bible actually says that. He was he was just a normal-looking dude. He wasn't anything to look at. He wasn't particularly good-looking. He was just a little short carpenter dude. He probably had gnarly little hands because he worked with his hands all the time. He was just like any other guy. That's how the Bible I mean, describes like, him. But what also, we, we wouldn't be able to recognize some... Or, like, if we started living in, like, the past whenever Jesus was alive got used to then and basically started living there like as your life and then you go back up to the future your friends and everybody that you knew would probably not recognize you whatsoever mm-hmm. well what you what you're thinking of when you when you picture jesus in your in your head and you're thinking of this white guy with the beard and the long hair well i know what like you're, like a darker skin than well white. but but what what you see in pictures that people think of as, as jesus when you see him in pictures and stuff like that that was actually a guy named Cesare Borgia, who was the son of a pope from 1495, I think. And they used him to paint all these pictures of Jesus. They used his like his likeness to paint all these pictures of Jesus. So yeah, what what you think what in, in your mind when you picture Jesus as, as this white guy, that was Cesare Borgia. Well, I don't see him as like a white guy. I see him like as a not dark skin, well, I mean you do but I'm but I'm saying like all the pictures that are out there yeah so yeah that, that was a completely different guy so all right so let's move on um, we did the story of confections which is awesome um, let's see I think it's kind of oh did you hear about the boater that their boat caught on fire when they were making fun of the guys with the pride flag yes I saw that and then they come swimming up to them for help and they're like we don't want to help you, but we will because we're better people than you. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> these guys were out on the lake. They were boating around. They had their pride flag out. And they were, yay, yep. pride flag, you know, pride month, whatever, just doing their thing. Well, this this other boat sees them, and those guys on that boat start flipping them off them and, and harassing them. them and doing circles around the, the pride flag boat, you know, and just, just really just being asses of themselves. And I guess they had an electrical fire or something on their boat. <laughs> And their boat just like went up in flames, and they had oh, to jump karma, off. Biatch. Yep, they had to jump off. They had to swim to the pride flag boat, and the pride flag boat took them back to shore. See what I would have done? I would have pulled them in, but I'd have grabbed my pride flag and held it down there for them to grab. <laughs> You're gonna have to grab it if you want to come on board. Something that it's your choice that reminds me of that is there's a video somewhere on the internet. I can't remember the name of it, but it's this like CCTV footage 
of these people trying to rob somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, they got their... They pulled up in, like, a minivan. Um, or, like, one of those campers. Mm-hmm. And they were surprisingly close to the building. Like, they didn't have it far off and just walk. But they cut open the fence, and they started throwing bricks and stuff at the glass to break it. Uh-huh. But whenever their first um, brick hit the glass, the the brick bounced off, and their camper set on fire. Like, it exploded. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. <laughs> and only a couple, I think, like, a couple of seconds, or maybe, like, a minute later... Uh, the police showed up and arrested them. See, my favorite one of those I've ever seen, it was these two younger guys. They were going to try to break into somewhere, and they had bricks. Mm-hmm. And this the first dude ran up there and threw his brick, and it didn't do anything. Next guy goes over there, and he chunks his brick. <laughs> it bounced off and clocked the other dude in the head and knocked <laughs> him out. I think I remember oh, that one. Oh, but speaking of knocking out, if you have not seen it, there is a video of a Walmart somewhere. Mm-hmm. And this guy was told, because at this place, masks were still required. Right. And he got overly pissed at this female employee for telling him he needed to wear a mask. Well, as soon as she, like, turns her head off away from him, he starts just, like, ramming into her with his buggy. Oh, my gosh. Have I not showed you that? Mm, Well, that was the one that I never did get to see the other day. And he's, like, ramming her with this buggy, Right. And then when he kind of starts trying to walk off like he had done accomplished something, there's another employee, another female employee that's holding on to this girl. Mm-hmm. And she's not a very big girl. <laughs> and she, she, he's, she's holding on to this little girl, and she's like doing her best to get away. And she's like, no, 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 no. And finally she gets away from this, the one that's holding her. And that guy, you know, he had this real smug look on his face like as he was walking off and still had a hold of his buggy. And she just does this. She comes up running up behind him rares back in this wild swing, clocks this dude in the side of the head, and you would have thought somebody hit him with a brick because you're talking about lights out. Oh, my gosh. He fell like a fucking tree. I hope they did not fire her, but you know they did. Oh, you know they fired her, but yeah. But he, I mean, she knocked him smooth the hell out, and it was freaking hilarious. He deserved that. And I would like to see him try to sue her for assault because he was ramming his buggy into her. Something. And that's assault. I think it was one of Dad's stories about, like, the dude knocking the other dude out with a brick. Mm-hmm. Um, but his story included, like, the brick bouncing off of a wall. Mm-hmm. There was one that I saw, and instead of the brick bouncing off the wall, um, his body runs up in front of him, and he gets completely just hit directly by the brick in the side of the head he just straight down (laughs) he hits the ground he knocks against the the wall from the force of the brick and just just flops over knocked out um so there was um (laughs) if if we don't talk about anything else today i want to talk about the fact that trump's blog got shut down a couple well, days ago. he shut it down. Well, it was sh- it wasn't shut down. He shut it down because people were making fun of him. That hey, um, nobody's looking at it, dude. Yeah, he's getting less views than the Tennessean, which is a local newspaper in Tennessee, in Nashville. Um, so he's getting less views than that, which is pretty freaking bad. 
And what was funny is that he was actually getting a few views because uh, somebody was taking uh, screenshots of his daily from the president's desk tweet rants and was screenshotting them and was putting them on Twitter. But that Twitter account got shut down. Okay, you're going to have to forgive me real quick. I've got the clip. Well, well, I mean, can we... I I don't want to watch it on the podcast because... Well, we can watch it later, honey. Okay, I'm just making sure I found it. Yeah, that's fine. My phone won't turn off. (laughs) This is super loud. It won't turn off. Sorry. Yeah, just keep that later. I was trying to find it and it wouldn't turn off. Sorry for the inconvenience. Okay, so Trump's blog has been shut down. Um... Uh, and Don Jr. is on Cameo. Did you hear about that? Because you know what Cameo is. You can you can pay celebrities to give you personalized messages. Did you know that Kevin Malone uh, from The Office makes like $200,000 a year off of his Cameos? And he didn't charge for much. He charges like 25 bucks for them. I mean, like, but he just loves doing them. And he does so many of them. And people just pay him to do these Cameos. And he's making like, he's pulling down like major bank off these Cameos. But Don Jr. is on Cameo uh, because apparently he thinks people want him to say things. And um, so if you want a Cameo, you have to pay $550, and he'll get you one within seven days. But if you pay $750, he'll get you one within 24 hours. And apparently the big use for these, the ones that I've seen, is not people sending them to their fellow Trump supporting buddies it is families sending them to the liberal member of their family to make fun of them which just sounds like just wonderful families just just wonderful family togetherness trying to bring the family together kind of yeah 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 that's that's lovely but um, my, my first question when finding out that, uh, that Don Jr. was on Cameo is, is he out of money? Yeah, he probably is if, he, if he's paying $550, you said, for one? Yeah, no, he's not paying that. People pay him to get him to say things. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I meant. Like, and is, it's he, in like the, is he out of money? It's in the next seven days. So that means he's got to get everything set up on what, what's going to happen. But then he makes it more money to make it for a shorter time. Mm-hmm. Well, if people want a, a quicker turnaround, time they can pay more. A shorter by six days. Yeah. And also, I don't think, like, this, the seven days one, I think it's going to come in not seven days, but 14 days to get you to buy the more expensive one so that he gets more money. Maybe. I don't know. But I just, it ought to be a trip, to I, be honest. I think, I think he's trying... You, you should see the cameos. He, he's got, he looks like he's just just got through snorting coke and then did well, the cameo. Well, I mean, yeah, think of how much legal trouble his dad is in and his companies. I mean, they're going... He's got so many fines looking at him right now. When, when Trump himself appears on cameo, I think think we will have made it you know what i mean like i like at that point i feel like we'll know for sure that this family is in serious serious trouble just makes you wonder i mean what they do with all that money that they that they bled from the sheep <laughs> he's probably using it to pay his foreign debts he isn't he's in like you know he doesn't use he ain't use that money to pay for any lawyers because that's why he can't get any good lawyers according to his them. tax returns that the New York Times got a couple of years ago, 
He is almost a billion dollars in debt. What? He is not a rich man. He mm-hmm. lives like a rich man, but he is not a rich man. He is in debt. It's well, that's just like how Steve Bannon, you know, he he said that Trump had Alzheimer's, that he wasn't rich like he pretended to be. Mm-hmm. And it kind of surprised some people that Trump still gave him a pardon. But it came out within the last few days, the reason he gave Bannon a pardon is because Bannon got something good on him. Mm-hmm. Because he blackmailed him to give him that pardon. That doesn't surprise me at all. Bannon is a slimy little snake, but I guarantee you he knows where at least some of the bodies are buried. And it'll be interesting to see the book that he writes in a few years. I wonder if Trump made him sign an NDA for that pardon. I'd be like, oh well, what are you going to do about it? Can't take the pardon back. <laughs> um, and, uh, also, um, what are you going to do, arrest me? <laughs> our Attorney General... Oh, ugh. Was it Ken Paxton ugh. in Texas? Yeah. Ugh. Did you hear what he admitted on Bannon's show? No. What did he admit? That during the 2020 election, they blocked... Okay, well, back up a little bit. Trump won Texas by only 625,000 votes. Which is not very much. Which is not very much, considering how many people that are in Texas. Mm-hmm. There were 2.5 million mail-in ballots that were blocked from going out in Harris County alone. Mm. And Harris County is very blue. Very blue. Mm. Oh. oh. He has come out and said that if they weren't have... He was talking about if we wouldn't have blocked all these mail-in ballots from getting sent out to people, Trump would have... have He said we would have been in the same situation that we were seeing all these other states... We're going through when they actually started counting their mail-in ballots and Trump was losing his lead and then Trump lost his lead and then Trump got further and further behind as they counted all these mail-in ballots. Because mm-hmm. you know what a 2.5 million shit. In, in one county in Texas? Because you know if there was 2.5 million of them that went out in Harris County, 2 million of them would not have been for Trump. No. And that is what's scaring all these people in Texas right now. Is it? Yeah. Texas is still a red state. Well. But, based off the winning losses, it's a red state. But what's scaring them is that red is starting to look a whole lot like purple. It's very purple. It is very purple and it's scaring the shit out of them. Beto O'Rourke came within half a point of beating Ted Cruz in Texas. There's no way he should have come that close. Um, Joe Biden won, uh, lost in Texas by fewer percentage points than who ran against Trump the, the first time? Uh, crap. Hillary? Hillary? Yeah, Hillary. Yeah, okay, so the last three elections where Republicans have won the state of Texas has been by a slimmer and slimmer margin. Because there's more and more younger voters that are actually paying attention to politics that's getting out and voting and registering to vote. And it's like we talked about earlier, these younger people, most of them are not voting Republican. No, they are not. But that's why they're putting in these new voter restriction laws is because they're trying to stop people of color and they're trying to stop young people from voting because these laws 
disproportionately affect people of color and young people, making it harder for them to vote. Mm-hmm. And if you're actively trying to make it harder to vote, then you are scared of the results of when people vote. And they are desperately trying to make it in Texas right now. Well, it's not going to fucking matter who you vote for. So it's yeah. Republican and Because they are making it to where the one that the Democrats did the walkout on. Yeah. It was mostly because of, of a amendment that they added, a provision that they added to it, like mm-hmm. late, that said that if they want to challenge who won the election, like basically like say if a Democrat wins the state and they don't like that. Mm-hmm. They can overturn the... They can get it overturned in a court mm-hmm. without having to have any proof whatsoever mm-hmm. It just of fraud. Mm-hmm. It just has to be alleged fraud. Mm-hmm. So all they'd have to do is say, "We think there's fraud," and then they can get, overturn it. Get the right judge that they need, and they can overturn it. Yeah. Well, what's going on right now is because Republicans know that they can't win without cheating. Um, Republican ideas are not popular. Um, and Republicans, I can't remember the the time period. I know it's at least 10 to 15 years that Republicans have not won the majority of votes. I'm not saying that they have not won offices. That's not what I mean. They have not won the majority of votes right. because they've gerrymandered districts to the point where it doesn't matter how many votes there are, Republicans are still going to win mm-hmm. because of the way they're gerrymandered. We need the John Harris Voting Act to be... John Harris? No. Is that right? Lewis. John Lewis. Why did I say Harris? I'm so sorry. So we were talking about Harris County a while ago. Probably. Uh, John Lewis Voting Rights Act to be passed as soon as possible because it prevents partisan gerrymandering. It prevents gerrymandering, period. But redistricting has to be done by nonpartisan groups. And when that happens, Republicans do not win. Uh-uh. And they know that. Have you seen Dan Crenshaw's district in Dallas? It looks like a dragon. You ought to see it. It's one of the most gerrymandered districts in the country. Looks like a fucking dragon. <laughs> because he can't win unless it's drawn in such a way that he gets all the white people. Nuts. But out of the last, let's see... However many presidential elections that there have been since Reagan, Republicans have won the popular vote exactly once, and that was in 2004 when Bush won. Mm -hmm. And the only reason that he won the popular vote in 2004 is because we were still in the middle of patriotism, rah, and going to war for oil and all this other crap. And when we were still on the whole 9-11 crap and he was the 9-11 president, we had to put him back in office. Since then, no Republican has won the popular vote. I have a joke going across what you just said. Okay. If seven or if six was scared of seven because seven, eight, nine, why was ten scared? I don't know why. Because it was right, right in the middle of nine eleven. You should be ashamed of yourself. I've been waiting for more of your jokes. <laughs> Oh, I've got I a have joke. a couple of more dark jokes, but... Because it's right in the middle of 9-11. That's, that's... I've, I've got a joke for you. Hmm. Did you know that every staircase is a staircase to heaven if you're clumsy enough? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like stairs that much because they're always up to something. <laughs> I have, I have, oh I have one more dark joke, but it's kind of, it's really messed up. Okay, go ahead and say it. Most of my dark jokes are so dark that they, the cops start shooting them. <laughs> oh my god, son! That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best. That's my favorite one. <laughs> Most of my dark jokes are dead because the cops start shooting them. So dark. Oh my god! Oh, that was so funny. Oh, yeah, I've been there trying was to find more video jokes, came but... out the other day, another cell phone video. Mm-hmm. It was this white cop, and he was getting on to this black kid, mm-hmm. and he actually grabbed this black kid by the throat and oh was my like gosh. choking him. And this black kid's white friend went up there and basically knocked the cop off of him. <laughs> and this Good. kid, and I say kid, he looked like he might have been thirteen or fourteen years mm-hmm. old, a kid, kid. Yeah. It's just it's it's absolutely. I hope that that got to the right people. He gets. They need to quit suspending these cops. They need to every damn one of them needs to be arrested. Yeah, something that's really funny is people are saying that cops are useless and all the cops need to be defunded. Mm -hmm. But once the cops start getting defunded, what you gonna do whenever you start getting robbed? Well, see, here's the deal: defunding you, you won't have any. You won't have any cops that actually have, a, that are actually motivated to do their job, job and whatnot. Defunding the police doesn't mean getting rid of cops. What it means is taking all of the money that we give to cops, which is billions and billions of dollars a year, taking it from them instead of giving them tanks to drive down the streets of residential cities taking that money and putting it into mental health care, social work, helping the communities. Because if you help communities, you know what causes crime? Hmm. Poverty. And if you help communities and help bring people out of poverty, you won't need the cops because crime will go down. Want to know something that's really funny? What's that? The entire um, amount, like Texas and America, if people started putting their mind to it, we could dis- we could get rid of all poverty poverty and and all of that in only like maybe a year well there's one man because that could, that could solve of, that you you've already talked about him mm-hmm. uh several times on on a podcast before don't um, come at me <laughs> but <laughs> like like i brought you man. into this world i will take you out of it please do <laughs> But, um... Did you read both of them? America... America has enough resources to go around. It's just people hogging all of the... Hogging and trying to take all the money and food for themselves because they want to be the one in control of everything. Everybody wants power, but as soon as there's someone that doesn't want them to have power, they're like... No. There's two kinds of people in the world. The first person sees that there's only one pizza for everybody. And he goes and he takes three slices of that pizza because I want to make sure I've got enough pizza for me. And then the other kind of person sees that there's only one pizza for everybody. and He only takes one slice because he wants to make sure everybody else has some too. 
Those are the two kind of people in this world. And there's also the third person, because there's three people, that'll that'll take one piece and only cut out like a slit so that well, other see, people have enough. I've mm-hmm. heard that. Because if there's enough people, only slices eight slices won't be enough for ten people. Mm-hmm. But if but if they like get the slices into smaller pieces, now and you have 16 slices. Mm-hmm. And now there's enough to go around. And if anybody's um, hungry, um, if anyone's still hungry, there's some more pizza slices left. And then there's another guy who just knows you can order another pizza if you need to. See, the way I heard the pizza one, the, the two different types is there's a piece of pizza, there's a pizza up there. And one guy runs up there and gets up there and grabs him a piece of pizza, grabs one piece. But he grabs him a piece of pizza to make sure he gets one. Mm-hmm. The guy behind him goes up and grabs just one piece because he wants to make sure there's enough to go around. Mm-hmm. They're both grabbing just one piece. But they're doing it for two different but reasons. But they're doing it for different reasons. Yeah. And, and you you should be the second guy. You know, you need just to be making the second sure guy. you're getting yours, you know, why not make sure everybody else gets theirs too? Yeah. If there's nine pieces of pizza, or if there's eight pieces of pizza and nine people in a room, I'll just... I'll decide to not take a piece of pizza. Mm-hmm. Mostly because most pizza, I don't really like the texture of the cheese. Like, the cheese just has a weird grady feeling to it sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Like, most of the pizzas that they have at schools, like the cheese, I, I can't. It just, it tastes like I'm trying to chew on a cheese grater. <laughs> That's gross. Hey, Loki's coming out on Wednesday. Yep. Are you excited? I'm more excited about that than I was the Captain, uh, the Winter Soldier and Falcon one. Well, I liked Falcon and Winter Soldier. No, no, but I'm not saying I didn't like no, it. No, it was, it was gr- great. It was great, but they're not—they're not like my two favorite characters. Yeah. In in the but Loki, Loki's Loki's my my man. But see, but I think I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but I know you and I talked about it. That to me, it was really—it was a completely different way. The way they did the last couple of episodes. Because a lot of times when you have something like that, they spend... It's like there's eight episodes, mm-hmm. right? Episode seven, they use to set up to for how they're going to finish everything off in the next episode. Right. And then the last episode is them finishing up everything, tidying everything off in nice little pretty bows. But this one, the, they spent the last two episodes basically showing how this thing can go in a lot of different ways from here. Yeah. They set it up to have a lot of spinoffs. Yeah. And, and, to, and to keep going. Yeah. Because it, because it's not Falcon and Winter Soldier anymore. It's Captain America and Winter Soldier. Yeah. And that's, that's going to be really neat seeing how they take that and run with it. I was about to say spoiler alert, but then I remembered I'm probably never going to watch it anyways. (gasps) How dare you. The gasp. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Loki. I'm really looking forward to Loki. Somebody compared it to Doctor Who because it's basically Loki traveling through time doing stuff. (laughs) So it's a little bit like Doctor Who, but that's okay. I already have uh, about maybe three animes that I want to finish uh, watching before I go on to anything else, so. Are you growing your hair long so you can look like an anime character? No. I just want to see, I don't want to keep my hair short because if I like my hair longer, then I'll never know if I keep my hair short. So I want to grow up, I want to grow up my hair to be pretty long 
and then if I don't like it like that and I see and I know a way um, that I like better, I can just keep my hair at that point. That's true. Because having uh, like short hair, it's just kind of annoying and I don't really like it, to be honest. He's got this perfect little cowlick right there that gives him just like body in the front of his hair. Do you understand how much money people pay to have that cowlick right there? What, this? No, no, no. The one on the other side that kind of lifts this? your hair. No, no, on the other side. Right there. That lifts your hair up and, and swishes it over. Oh. Like, seriously. To me, like, all, I, all I do to do that is I find where, like, the hair separates into two different directions. And then I spend that's time actually trying that's, that's called a part. That's a natural part. I separate it the best I physically can. And I'll even use a comb if I... But just... But like, look I'll at, hold it back and I'll just, like, sort of, like, comb it, like, every single day. And that's what I do. But he's got such And it a, makes my hair look poopy. He's got so much body in his hair. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just it's sickening. <laughs> it makes me so mad. Because I, I can't get that much body in my hair. My hair does not do that. It's Mine is getting too long. Mine needs to be cut. Yours is getting too long. And, and we're, we're saying that not not necessarily facetiously, but Vaughn keeps his head shaved. And, and he's got like a little peach fuzz right now. It's, it's too long. It's more than peach fuzz. That so I walked cut. into the bathroom earlier today <laughs> when I got home from work. <laughs> that was something you weren't expecting to see. When <laughs> the you house walked. was all clean, and, and I'm I'm walking into the rest, into the bathroom to, you know, because I'd had a drink on the way home. I needed to pee, so... Go into our bedroom and just round the corner into the bathroom. And the light's on in the bathroom, so there's clearly somebody in there. So I walk in there, and there's Vaughn, and he just looks at me mid-stroke of his... Oh, easy now. Oh, no, hang on. He's got, a, he's got a hair straightener in his hand, and he's straightening his beard, and he is com- fully nude. Just fully, just I naked. I was not fully naked. You were, oh, he had flip-flops I on. I had my flip-flops on. He had flip-flops, was fully naked, and was in front of the mirror straightening his beard. And it was the weirdest thing I've ever walked into. <laughs> so I was telling him, well, that's the one thing you didn't expect to walk on to. A and naked just, dude in flip-flops with a straight, with a hair straightener. <laughs> I just looked was, at you like, what? He's like, hey. <laughs> what you doing? Like, Hey. <laughs> And what was even worse about it is the bedroom door was open when I got home. So it was like, just like full on glory. <laughs> well, because I, because whenever I'm cleaning, you know, I'm sweeping and mopping is the last thing I do. And I always mop toward our bathroom. And our bathroom is always the last thing I mop. So then I'm right there and I can just hop in the shower. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> we, we got a big house. You get sweaty when you sweep and mop. You really do. It feels like too much work for me to do. I get too exhausted. Poor baby. You need to start helping. He always wants money, but he never wants to do anything to get it. That's true. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why I wanted uh, uh, a car wash. have money and not have to do anything to earn it. I know, right? That would be awesome. But it's anyway, okay. becoming poor. <laughs> so, <laughs> we are at an hour. You ready to kind of shut it down at normal time this time? We can. I mean, like I said, I didn't have a whole lot... Oh, one other thing, though, just in case nobody knows, Trump will be our president again by August. Oh, yes, I have heard about this. Wait, what? Why? What? <laughs> you seem so concerned. Yes, apparently I am, somebody, somebody has convinced Trump that he is going to be, quote, reinstated as president in March of 20, I mean, in, in August of 2021. A lot of that's coming from the, that 
pillow idiot. That yeah, the, the my pillow guy is saying that, and then Sidney Powell is saying that, and there's people on the QAnon message boards that are saying that this whole thing is a plan. There's going to be a military coup like there was in Myanmar, and the military is just biding their time because they're the ones actually running the show right now, and that in due time, around August, they're going to depose Biden and install Trump back in his rightful office and then he's going to get another term out of it after that since he was denied his full second term. So three terms as president minimum and then possibly more. Well see when I, when I, I saw somebody on Facebook talking about that they were like yeah it's really the military that's running the government right now Biden's not even there. And I'm like make up your mind. <laughs> And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, you can't say that Biden is doing all of this stuff that's so horrible for the country and say that he's not really there and it's the military. Right. So which is it? Pick one. I said, that's the problem with you fucking idiots is that you've got so many of these stupid-ass conspiracies that you believe and so many of them are dumb that you can't remember which one it is that you're you're following from a, on a day-to-day basis. You can't keep them straight. You can't keep up with which one is it for this week. Right. That's like a lying. Like, you lie, and then you make another lie, but what if you, like, you don't want to make another lie, because then you may forget which mm-hmm. which lie came first, and you forget about the first lie, and then you go ahead and make another lie, and then you have to, like, try to keep up with both the lies, Whoa. which is hard. Mm-hmm. Yep. These things, these are like this. I just don't understand, man. Some of the, and, and like it's what pisses me off because all these people are talking. The same people that are saying, you know, well, we gotta move on, we gotta heal. And I'm like, okay, but you're you're supporting this stupid shit. And after January sixth, what are these people gonna do on September the first? Mm-hmm. What is happening? That's after August is over and Trump is not back in office. What are they going to do? They're going to freak out. They're going to storm the Capitol again. They're going to... Something horrible is going to happen. They're going to do that and they're going to try to go for a... It's probably not going to be like a protest, like a peaceful protest. They're probably going to actually choose violence. Well, they chose violence this time. They killed five people. Five people died in the last one. It's going to be a thousand times worse this next time. At least some people did, and at least some people actually did a peaceful protest. That whole thing was not peaceful. I'm sorry. You I literally agree said with yourself you that it was that most of the people there were doing a peaceful protest, and there mm-hmm. was only uh, some people that were actually trying to. No, get No, there were some people there that were just protesting. But the whole thing was not peaceful. If anything, if I ever went to they like were, a protest, they were... I would have stayed like. I would have stayed like a mile behind, like, yeah, you go and stay out of this. <laughs> they they were beating people with American flags at this quote unquote protest. And it was not peaceful. The dumbest part about it to me is these guys had thin blue line flags on a flagpole and they were beating police officers with it. Yep. It's only thin blue line when they're not affecting me. That reminds me, like, there's tons of Trump uh, 2020 flags up, but then they have blue on them. Yeah. 
because the blue is for Democrats. But they're playing both sides so that they don't lose. Either Maybe. Way. But also, the, like, the color counts, but also the words are louder than colors. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's what's about it. Like, if you had maybe half red, half blue, then you're choosing both sides if you had no text on it. But having it be blue, but with words on it, those words are going to be seen more than the color. Mm-hmm. Unless, you're, people, unless you're just trolling people. <laughs> because people don't look for uh, colors whenever looking at a sign like, oh, I see a stop sign. Most people don't look for the red. They look for the word. You'd be surprised how many people look for the red. Because that's that's a big that's the the reason that all stop signs look the same, with the big red octagon is because people uh, recognize patterns before they recognize words. For me, I usually see words and then the color. Yes, but you also see colors when people talk, so you're a little weird. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this plate at you. You're not weird. Your mom was weird. <laughs> Your mom. All right, let's bring Your it to mom. a close. Your mom. <laughs> no, you. <laughs> Your mom's mom. <laughs> I'm going to tell her you said that. <laughs> All right. Maybe one of these days we'll wake up and we'll be surrounded by a bunch of fucking idiots in this country. I don't mm. think it'll ever happen. Though. I don't think it'll ever happen. I, well, the sad thing is I used to be one of those idiots, and that just I'm ashamed of that every day. Because like I told somebody the other day, yourself. I said, you know, I've always considered myself a Republican. Mm-hmm. My entire life. Me too. And I said, I don't need more. Mm-mm. And somebody asked, well, what, what, why? What made you change? And I told them, information and research. That's all it took. Mm-hmm. Getting educated. Mm-hmm. The, mostly the only times that I read it's like researching things. Mm-hmm. Like for half the entire school year in third grade, it was mostly just actual like real books like on snakes spiders and stuff like that but, but still to this day I don't have a problem with somebody wanting to be a Republican mm-hmm. I don't but we don't have many Republicans right now Mm-mm. they're all Trump supporters they're all Trump supporters and that that's a whole Trump different followers. animal that's a whole different animal I just what I went from being super, super right-wing, super conservative, super Christian, ditto head. Rush Limbaugh, listener. You know. Um, to being... I didn't call myself a Republican, but I was still very conservative. And then, middle of the road, middle of the road, middle of the road, middle of the road. Calling myself libertarian, stuff like that. <clears throat> and then Trump came along. And pushed me so far to the left that Bernie Sanders is going, maybe you should come a little further this way. Yeah. Um, and the way that Trump supporters behave and the way that especially Christian Trump supporters behave, I want nothing to do with that. Like if... if if being a Christian means I have to be that, like I want nothing to do with it. If being a Republican means I have That's to be that, I'll, I'll like this. I want nothing to do with it. And I'll say it, I said this before, and I'll say it again, and I'll continue to say it. Your parents, my dear, are the dumbest, smart people I've ever met. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. They have multiple degrees between them. 
my dad is a is a is a ph he's got a phd he's a doctor and they were completely taken in by this disgusting disgusting person mm-hmm. and they think he was sent by god and i just I, I don't i don't understand see somebody told me about that about trump being sent by god and I'm like, you know what? You are 100% correct. Well, he, he was sent by God. He was sent by God to show us how good we had it before him. You know, it's the whole, it's like, well, I'm going to show you how bad things can really be. Mm-hmm. And then he sent somebody else to take his place. To get rid of him, just to show you, hey. <laughs> it could be worse. It could be worse. Yeah. Yeah, I just but and he was sent by God for everyone to see how weak people are, mm-hmm. and how easily I mean, snowed at, they like, are. Like I don't know, you you know you you're more about the Bible than I ever have been, but it's like the um, when people started um, worshiping the, the false gold, gods, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And then they were given that opportunity to do that, and they jumped on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost without hesitation. I mean, they just went full board, mm-hmm. and they paid for it later. Mm-hmm. That's what the last four years was mm-hmm. to me. They had literal golden statues and of that Trump. one dude that was bowing to it, that and was praying to it, bowing to it. Like, I mean, how could this get any more on the nose? That reminds as far me, as like a golden calf that you're worshiping in place of God. There's a like that reminds me. People on the internet have been talking. Like I've been hearing people joke about talking about like whoever killed Hitler, they need a statue made out of them. But from what I've heard, Hitler killed himself, didn't mm-hmm. he? So they would well, be making a statue of Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Epstein hung himself too. So I mean, there's that. <laughs> Who did? <laughs> hey, don't don't worry about it. Don't tell him who that is. <laughs> he, he I'm gonna guess that he's a himself. very bad person. He's a very bad person. Oh, and I sent somebody a link the other day that were they were talking so badly about Antifa. Uh huh. And I asked him. I said, "Do you know what Antifa really is? What's all these people are doing? Do you understand what Antifa stands for? That's what I'm saying. It's anti-fascism." They are against fascism. If you are anti antifa, you are for, for fascism. fascism. <laughs> so it means you are for people like dictatorships. You are a supporter of people like I don't know what's that guy's name? Fucking Hitler. Oh no, no. But if you ask people like my dad, Hitler was a socialist. No, a socialist. He was a dictator. He 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 was a fascist, and socialism he was a and fascist. Socialism and fascism are not the same like, thing. He's it, like, oh, it, but they called themselves the the National Socialist Party. I was like, great. The people in North Korea is the the People's Republic of Korea of North Korea. They would like to have a word with you. You can call it whatever you want, but you are a dictator. You are a fascist. You are all of these things. You are not a socialist. You are not a republic. Like, and then I said, I said, I want to send you this video clip. It's probably the most famous Antifa members our country has ever had. I said, would you watch it? 
And he said yes, so I sent it to him. And it was a video clip of them storming the beaches. Mm-hmm. At Normandy. At Normandy. Oh. Every one of those people were were were, were Antifa. If you look at it, because mm-hmm. they were going into Germany to stop fascism. Mm-hmm. What is fascism? Fascism is a political ideology that requires you to be an authoritarian dictator, where you are using the government to force people to behave a certain way. Oh. So you're basically just trying to control people. It's like yes. a dictator's like a president, but a but a dictator has more authority. Has more authority, can make his own rules, can pass his own laws, can stay in power for as long as he wants, like what Putin is doing right now. Yeah. Vladimir Putin over in Russia. He's a he's, he's a, already he's a made a law. Cause they're they have laws that a person can only be president for so many years. Well, he's already made laws since he's been in president that says that he can stay for longer. Because <clears throat> he was, should have already been out by now, but with the new laws he's passed, he can stay in power until, I think they said 2042. Mm-hmm. And before he was able to do that, what he, what he did was um, he served his term as president and then installed a puppet president, and then he took the, the position of vice uh, of prime minister. So he was Prime Minister Putin for a while while this puppet was in power, and then they swapped roles, and then they swapped roles again so they could go back and forth so they could serve their terms because there's no limit on the number of terms you can serve in Russia, just the number of years you can serve in Russia per term. So um, they were swapping back and forth until Putin was ever able to figure out how to like finagle these rules where he could just stay in power forever. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of uh, a, like a long time ago uh, whenever like I think Texas was still part of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Mexican leader um, like passed a law that made them the like king or whatever until death. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of Texas being a part of Mexico, um, is the Yellow Rose of Texas, is that, um, is it racist to call her that? Hmm? To call who what? Is it, is it, is it racist to call her, because, because you know the story of the Yellow Rose of Texas. Right. Okay. Every, every little Texan knows the story of the Yellow Rose of Texas. She I, was, I don't a, think I do. Well, she was a, um, mixed race slave girl who was distracting Santa Anna after the battle at, Alam- at the Alamo, um, she was distracting him at the battlegrounds at San Jacinto and gave Sam Houston time time to get to San Jacinto and take out the whole Mexican army in retaliation for, for the, the Alamo. Alamo. So she's called the Yellow Rose of Texas. Well, her, her skin was... Because she was mixed race, so it, it was yellow. And it seems like it's kind of racist to call her that. So maybe like that whole song is racist and maybe we should stop calling her that. I had that thought the other day and I wanted to ask you, do you think maybe that's racist and we should stop calling her that? Well, see, I don't know because, I mean, I know uh, a lot of mixed race people that say that they're yellow bone. I, I've heard, but, but like they can say that. Like we don't. Like, well, I asked them, because I, I didn't even ask, because I, I had a guy that worked for me one time when I was in Nacogdoches. And... And I was like, like high yellow said, and red. I said, but you know, like, isn't that kind of like 
the other word? And he's like, no. <laughs> I did. I'm like, okay, maybe that's just his opinion. I don't maybe know. Maybe that's just his opinion because that just seems like... This just seems like one of those things maybe we shouldn't do. Like, one of those things that it used to be socially acceptable see, to say but, that. But here and it maybe is, though. it's 2021 and maybe we stop but, doing that. With that kind of stuff, though, it's not your decision to decide if it's racist or not. No, it's not. It's not. I'm just... So you're asking the wrong person here, too. But I also don't want to go up to somebody and just say, Hey, is this racist? Because <laughs> that might get me punched. You know, maybe maybe I should ask maybe I should ask somebody who's you know darker complected than me if that's something that's ask acceptable or not. Well, I wouldn't don't call them that. That's what they told me, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but it's hard for me to like. I want to say some of that because, like I said, cause you mean, well, I know we've talked I know before about up. where I grew yeah. up, and so yeah, but I was. Because you, you, you grew up and you were like the only white kid. I was, I was, I was a very light-complected black dude. And, you know yeah. <laughs> I mean? Because that's the only friends I had, you know? Yeah. That's, all, that's, where, I, that's where I grew up. Yeah. but I, That's why, I guess that's one reason why I've hated people that have been so fucking racist is because... Those were your, those were your... Like, my very first best friend... You, you're invited to the cookout. Let's just put it that way. My very first best friend... Was when I was at that daycare in the town I was born in. Mm-hmm. Was another black kid. Mm-hmm. And were, he was the only black kid that was in that daycare. Yeah. But he and I were best friends. I didn't give a crap about anybody else. Well. And so you're invited to the cookout. Oh yeah. And a few years ago, I was given my invite to the cookout, and I promised that I would not bring potato salad with raisins in it because that is the cardinal sin. And when you go to the cookout, you can bring drinks. But you cannot bring ribs. You can you can bring drinks and you can bring food. But the food you bring cannot be anything that you cooked on a grill. That's true. Why is Because at that cookout there's somebody there that knows how to do it better than that's you. Cooking on a grill. And even if yours are ten times better than his or hers, if you bring some, you're telling him and or him or her that what you you're thinking already that what you're bringing is better than what I'm cooking. Yeah. On the grill now. Yeah. And so, so you can't you, you don't can't. you don't bring meat products. No, you bring side dishes. You bring side dishes. But but not not potato salad with. Well, there's raisins. one other side dish you don't bring. What? And it's. You don't take cornbread. No, you don't take cornbread. Nope. Why? Because they're because they're gonna okay, make cornbread. So I'm confused. I, I understand that you're confused. Um, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a, a euphemism. It's kind of a, a, a play on words. It's kind of a um, black people have cookouts. White people also have cookouts, but black people have amazing cookouts. <laughs> Because their whole family is there, and all everybody they know for a twenty mile radius is there. That's gonna be the best damn food you ever. It's had in gonna your be life. the best food you've ever had in your life. But white people don't go; they're not invited because this is a safe space. This is this is not a place for white people. But occasionally, occasionally, 
a white person will get an invite because they're buddies with one of the guys that goes to the cookout. And so you have to get an invite to the cookout. You don't just show up. And you better understand the rules while you're there. Because <laughs> this is not about you. This is not your cookout. You know, you sit over in the corner and you drink your beer and you eat your ribs off the grill. And, and you have yourself a good little old time. But that cookout is not about you as a white person. That cookout is about everybody else. And so you enjoy the fact that you were invited. And you better respect the fact that you were invited. And you better not take it for granted. So like, it, I'm not like, going to act... If I ever get, like, invited to anything like that, I'm just going to, like... I'm going to be that one person that sits in the corner away from everybody else. Well, no, 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 no. no, no, no. But when you, you, you go, wanna, you, wanna you go have, have fun. to... You have to go and you have to present yourself and act in a way that you're supposed to be there. Yes. You don't act like you're out of place. Yeah. Oh, I if would you just act like away. you're out of place... I guarantee you, you will not get another invite. You will not get another invite. Because I used to go to a lot of them back in when that mm. area I lived in. But the cookout that I'm talking about that I have been invited to is the metaphorical cookout. <laughs> because there's a there's a literal cookout and then there's a metaphorical cookout. And you and I both have invites to the metaphorical one. Does that make sense? I have. I, but you've always, got you've I've got the literal the invites to the, the, the actual one. invites to go because. <laughs> I was always there. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but the, I mean, it's like going it's like going to a a church cookout. You know what I mean? Like at, like at a good Southern Baptist church. You know that's I mean that food that you're gonna get is just oh my gosh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh and my that's gosh, that's the best damn pork chops I've ever had in my life. Is that <sighs> one of those? You remember the dinner? Like when I remember I ate this. I was like, this is a pork chop. I'm like yeah, I'm like. Man, this ain't like no pork chop I ever had before. <laughs> Speaking of amazing food, Whew. do you remember the Dinner Bell in Macomb, Mississippi? How will I ever forget that place? Describe mm-hmm. the Dinner Bell. We, we, we have on here before. Have we? Yes. Okay. The Dinner Bell in Macomb, Mississippi had um, the best African American women in the kitchen, and they were cooking some food. Oh my gosh, the banana pudding was like. Everything they had was good. Oh, you remember we kept uh, we kept rotating the lazy Susan away from Bill, <laughs> so he couldn't get the rolls. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Every time we'd get to him, we once it got into it, we let it spin to him. He'd be like, "Damn it!" <laughs> and he'd be like, "Man, can you bring some more rolls out?" She's like, "Yeah," and she we'd make sure we had it whenever we'd see her coming. We'd like, have that opening away from him, yeah, and then we'd spin it around the away from him the whole way. <laughs> And make sure we took all the rolls where it got to him. He's like, damn it! <laughs> and then once he realized we were doing it to him on purpose, he got up and started walking around and stealing rolls off people's plates. <laughs> He's like, give me that damn roll. <laughs> oh, we, we've got to go back to Macomb just so we can eat at that place. I hope it's still open. Because, my goodness. You guys are saying like you're rotating the table. Okay, there's a, a, there's a type Susan. of, there's a type of table called a Lazy Susan. It's a big round table. Okay, mm-hmm. and in the center of this table, there's a smaller round table on top of it it's that kind of sits like this. That's on rollers, and you rotate and that spins. lazy Susan around. It spins. Okay, so it's it's like there's a table. Okay, so like this right here, you got a table, table right here, mm-hmm. right? Like this plate. This part right here is the part where you're sitting and you're eating off of. This whole section here spins. 
and they keep putting different dishes on the outer edges of that and you spin it and when it's coming by you if you, you see something you white you keep your eye on it and you wait for it to get to you and you grab it real quick before it goes past you yeah <laughs> It doesn't spin on its own. You know, you're making it spin. You're, you're the, I think the, the biggest troll to ever do there is, like, spin it as fast as you can just to watch all the food <laughs> I would so do that if there's not I mean, super expensive food there. But, I mean, we're talking, these these ladies brought out casserole dishes. Yeah. Like, just full of food. And, and like if it, if they got half empty. They brought out a brand new casserole dish brand. full of food. Like, if Fried me and chicken, my... brisket, cornbread, oh. rolls, mashed potatoes, green beans... Okra, mac and cheese. I mean, collard greens. Oh, if any of my friends, if me and my friends ever end up getting one of those like spinny tables, mm-hmm. and we all get and like there's tons of like frozen, like microwave dishes, I'm probably just gonna spin that thing as fast as possible. <laughs> watch them all fly. Watch off. them fly out. And then, when it came time, they'd ask you, "Are y'all ready for dessert?" If you say yes, ma'am, they'll come out there and that whole thing that turns that they put all the food on, they start taking it off. They clear that thing off. And then they start bringing out different desserts like cakes, cheesecakes, pudding, banana pudding, Ooh. rice pudding. I mean, all these, Tiramisu, different, I mean, flan, all flan. these different kinds of desserts. And you just spin it. And then when we went, we went there for lunch one day. Because we actually went to one of the plants there in Mississippi, in Macomb, to tour the plant. Then we're all going to go to lunch, and then we're going to go back into the plant and work for like another six or out six hours or so at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. Every one of us ate so much that our bosses, like the head bosses that were there, like the people that were in charge of us, mm-hmm. were like, "Screw this, man! We're calling today." <laughs> <laughs> Because we were all just miserable because we ate so freaking much. It was, it was, oh my gosh, yeah, it was so was awesome. awesome. Okay, look, we, we've, we've it supersized I it. I know, I know, I know, I'm we, sorry. We just need to just, we need to stop trying to stick to the hour format. We need to go for an hour and a half every time because we always do. All right. Just all right. say that we're going to go for an hour and then an just hour. actually stop it when we go to an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, we're almost in an hour and a half right now, so if anybody's oh, I honestly, this, we just need to plan on this. You know what? Honestly, we're, not, we're not doing an hour show anymore. I honestly yeah. thought that we that we were at two hours by now. <laughs> it was an it's because when we first started, we were like trying. It was kind of tough making it to an hour without yeah. having a lot of repeating stuff. And then now, as we've done this more, it's just like <laughs> it's hard to stop at an hour. Well, and having our third co-host here is yeah adding a lot of color. Yeah, I'm liking it. So, all right. Uh, so this is Cricket. You can find me at Cricket Shay um, on TikTok, Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter. It's at Cricket Shay everywhere. And I got the Von Shay on Twitter. Von Shay O one two nine on Twitter. JP has a TikTok, but we don't know what his name is. I can check it right now. Yeah, check it and see what your TikTok is, and tell him what the t- tell him. What the, I know, I know his username on there is Nunya because I no, uh, no it's name. Yeet. It's Yeet yeah. now because he changed it. Yeah, I changed it. <laughs> Speaking of Yeet, did you hear about that Florida uh, dude that he was in a high speed chase and then he got out of the car after the cops pulled him over and then he like, yeeted a baby at the cops? <laughs> to take off running? <laughs> and then he took off running. <laughs> well, the best story right now is the one where that lady yeeted that fucking bear off her fence. <laughs> you saw that, right? <laughs> I didn't see that. It was everywhere. These dogs are going batshit crazy. There's a bear. 
like going down the top of her of their wooden fence. Oh my gosh! And some when some of the dogs were barking at like a shit like a bigger dog and a couple of smaller dogs. The, they looked like the bear instead of swiping. It looked like he was grab like reaching trying to grab mm-hmm. some of these animals. And this teen it was a teenage girl goes running out. I mean, she goes like beeline straight for this bear and pushes the bear off the fence and grabs her dogs and goes inside. <laughs> it was like, it, it was on MSNBC they were talking about it. It was oh on Fox News. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. I mean, she just, she just straight up just went over and just yeeted that bear right. <laughs> that bear just kind of <laughs> fell off as he's falling off. You can see his face and he's like, what the f- just happened? <laughs> but she did. She just, she yeeted his ass right off the fence. Alright, so what is your name on TikTok? It's, it'll be... Seraphim Sands 0129, no capitals. Seraphim Sands 0129, if you want to find... Seraphim is spelt S-E-R-A-P-H-I-M. All right, and then Sands is S-A-N-S, mm-hmm. 0129. If you want to find him on TikTok, follow him. He's got some cute little videos. He likes to take people to task. I'm so. trying to change TikTok for the better, getting rid of all the toxic kids. There you go. Keep working at it. All right, we're gonna call it. We're gonna call it for this evening. It has been a pleasure being with you guys. Thank you for making it this long, and we love you. Bye. Bye.